I'd say good morning, but in no freaking way or shape are we in a good morning. Um, hopefully everybody's in a, uh, a good mood, but the market certainly is not. It keeps trying to go level. Um, and it, it essentially in pre-market, it's trying to move, trying to move, trying to move. There's just no money. There's no buyer showing up every time we get to kind of even um, sellers show up. So ev- what you're seeing is every time um, the, the, the market or, or stocks make a move towards even or somebody can get out, they're getting out. Um, kind of brings me to uh, the, f- remember, if you guys are longtime listeners, I talk about a 40-40-20 um, portfolio. Um, my portfolio, 40% I don't touch ever. Uh, 40% I reevaluate six months to a year. Uh, 20% I trade. And that could be anywhere from a day, an hour, uh, up to, you know, a few months. Um, but that's essentially what it is. Um, uh, yeah. So, what do you do in a market like this? We're down the four out of the last five days. Um, crypto is crashing. Housing market is going down. Uh, NFTs are at, you know, at or near zero at, at this point. Um, and you've got uh, stable coins <laughs> going to zero. Uh, what do you do? You reevaluate. Does the 40-40-20 model work in this, in this environment? Yes and no. Uh, for me, and and I'll give a, a great, for instance, Apple yesterday. Apple just crashed yesterday. They were down 5% yesterday. Um, Apple is no longer the world's most valuable uh, company on the stock exchange. It's Aramco, uh, the Saudi oil fund. That's the most valuable stock. Um, in fact, let's look them up. Uh, uh, Aramco. Uh, I can't find, uh, let me see, uh, Saudi Aramco stock. Okay. Dummy me. I had to pause it. It doesn't trade on the, where I can find the price of it, but I Googled it. $44, 85 cents. I'm down 1.3% yesterday, but essentially, yeah, they're the, um, most valuable company uh, in the world right now. So uh, it eclipsed Apple. Uh, what do you do with Apple? Um, me, kind of hold on to it. Um, in my, again, it depends on your tax situation because in a brokerage account, you're going to trigger a tax event. In a, a retirement account, you're not triggering a tax event. Um, with Apple, when you look at their 52-week low, which is 122, 52-week high, which is 182, you're right in between there. Um, do I expect this one to go up today? Um, let's look at Apple in the pre-market. Uh, APL. Um, they are down at 143. Kind of said this, I believe. I, I know I told friends this. But I, you know, anything below 150, you back up the Brinks truck on Apple. If you don't have a position, absolutely 100% start a position. Um, when you look at Finviz and you see, let's see, let's see what their um, 
their forward PE, uh, uh, APL. The forward PE is 22. Now, here's the thing. The market wants this at 17. Um, 17 gets us somewhere to about probably 135 or so. So you've still got $10 down. Um, will you be upset in a year or two when this is a $180 stock again? Um, you know, again, I don't know where the stock market's going. I just know the value of this company. I'm kind of all bought in. Um, the other big news uh, that I see uh, with Apple is Foxconn just bought Lordstown Motors electric truck factory. Um, if you haven't seen Lordstown Motors, it's up 18% in pre-set, pre-market, but Foxconn is the maker of the iPhone and most of Apple's production in China. Um, what, what, just so you know, the, the production model of Apple is they actually design and develop the technology and then hand it off to Foxconn, who is the contractor who actually makes the hardware. Uh, for them, and then Apple sells it. So, um, Foxconn just bought an electric truck factory. Does that mean that Apple's got the car coming about soon? Kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, if you buy a truck factory and Apple's going to do a car, um, now, uh, with that, Ford and uh, uh, GM were brought down today because, um, kind of like I said in a couple episodes ago, if we go into a recession, people can't afford cars. People can't afford new cars. Um, and part of the reason that, that the downgrade came about was uh, we're going electric. And electric is going to cut into the already slim margins. I think it's 8 or 9% margin for Ford um, in their current uh, uh, internal combustion engines. So with all that said, what do you do with the 40-20? In my term with the Apple, I, I kind of hold it because a large portion's in my brokerage account. So I'd have uh, super large um, tax events that happen uh, with some of the others um, that, that I'm significantly down on. Um, you may take a loss. Again, if you want to write off, you can only write off 3000 In retirement accounts, it's different. I could have gotten out of Apple at 182 and completely ridden this one all the way down. Probably should have done that. Um, that takes a lot of um, portfolio management, if you will. Um, but um, I am, you know, honestly, the, the amount of stocks that I'm up on uh, for the short term um, is, is slim to none. The amount of stocks, well, I've got Devon Energy that I'm still up on. Um, uh, Palo Alto Networks I'm still up on. Uh, let's see, short term, I really don't, I think those might be Occidental. I'm still, uh, no, I'm even on Occidental. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, CrowdStrike, uh, I'm down on. I didn't get rid of that one. AMD, I'm down on. So <clears throat> again, short term, uh, in my mind, what do you do with this market? Well, you get out of uh, stocks that you don't have a belief in. Honest to God. Uh, like CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike is one I probably should be out of. Um, I'm a believer in it. I probably will get out and write off the loss on this one. Their forward PE is 84 right now. Uh, that's just too high. Palo Alto Networks, um, that's in my um, retirement account. So what am I doing with that one? 
probably looking at getting out of it and maybe trying to get back in when we actually do have a bottom. Um, the S&P yesterday closed at 39.35. Kind of the target that we're looking at is 3,500. Um, 3,500 would be kind of, you know, exactly what, what everyone's uh, looking for. Um, I think that gets you down. There, there was a, there's a note in Fidelity, ironically. Um, uh, Apple put buyer yesterday realized 200% same-day gains. Um, lifted the 60-cent offer for 9,116 Apple 513 weekly 145 puts yesterday. Uh, the underlying shares were trading at 150. Shares closed at 150, 146, and the puts were $1.80 for a market-to-market profit of 200%. Um, uh, 547000 Dollars was outlaid, um, one point, one point one million. So, God, um, options gambling in my mind. But uh, so I, I do think that that's a uh, a realistic thing. If you're in a retirement account, look for stocks you love, trim some uh, some of your gains, uh, get ready for more downturn. Uh, this could be an extended kind of downturn that we're seeing because right now, uh, I just don't see any good news. There's no good news in the market. You, if, you, know, you can still trade this market, but investing this market might be a little bit tough. Um, Disney earnings last night, we talked about yesterday. Disney earnings missed. Um, the stock went up because they gained in Disney Plus subscribers. But then the CFO came on and said, hey, we're going to spend more money. Um, and other financial terms are not as beneficial in going forward. And boom, the stock goes down. Um, Disney is down below 100. Yeah, it's trading at 99.65. It closed yesterday at 105. One of the worst Dow stocks year to date. Um, you know, most of the, uh, looks like most of the analysts have been taking their price targets down. Um, not even close to the 52-week high, which was just September of 187. I remember Jim Cramer screaming, this is a great stock at 170, great stock at 160, great stock at 150. Kept screaming how great a stock it is. It is a great stock. Um, it is a fantastic stock. Uh, it, you know, My friend works at Disney, and the parks are just packed. Um, they, they've got you know, ESPN, sports are still going, doing well. Um, they've got ESPN Plus. They've got Hulu. They, they, you know, they own a ton of streaming and just the content alone that they have. Fantastic. But this is the market that we're in. Uh, it won't, will continue to go down. You're looking at, um, let's see, what were they trading at pre-pandemic? Uh, Disney. Let's look at a, and somebody asked me on, um, on Twitter last night is uh, what does my algorithm say about uh, about Disney and and I texted back it says stay the hell out of it um, honestly it's still stay the hell out of it it might cross up on a plus but like I said you would need a pretty big plus candle to for that MACD to cross up now with that said the RSI is at 24 and you'll hear a lot of technicians talk about an oversold market that's what we're in. We're in an oversold market. You go back to um, pre-pandemic. So uh, February 24th, which was the big downturn, 
you're at opened at 130, 132, closed at 117. Um, that's how bad Disney was. You are a one four, $140 stock. Um, but, and you didn't have the parks like you have packed um, right now. You didn't have a Disney Plus. They launched Disney Plus um, after the pandemic, and, and that was what caused them to go up. But again, you're looking at hundred less than $100 on Disney. Um, I believe that you're probably looking at $140 stock in a healthy market. Um, that's kind of what, and by the way, there is no green in my portfolio. Uh, in pre-market, not one. So it's going to be a rough day. Um, but Disney, that's one. Now, our earnings yesterday, uh, Vermillion, V-E-T, kind of picked that one out of a hat. Um, they blew away earnings, um, and they announced a special dividend. So uh, the stock closed yesterday. It traded between 1836 and 1962 was the range. It opened up very much. I think I said, hey, buy this below 19. Um, It's trading right now at 1905, uh, it looks like. So it's held up. Um, If you have this one, I'd probably get rid of it. Again, this was an earnings play. Hopefully you made one, two, three percent on this one. Um, Right now, I don't see a lot of opportunity here. Um, what you're seeing too is even Uvixi, Uvixi yesterday opened up in the 17s, kind of closed up in the um, 18s. It wasn't a big mover. Um, you did see some some good moves in UCO yesterday. Um, uh, that one closed up at 164. Yesterday's day range was 161 to 167, so not huge, a couple percent. Um, you're trading down today at 160. Uh, I do think there's a, uh, this market, it's tough. Again, Apple is no longer, um, one of the questions I had last night from a friend was, Hey, what do you think of crypto? Well, here's what I, I, I think about crypto. Um, crypto is, uh, rather strange in that, uh, it was developed to try and decentralize currency, meaning uh, with rate increases and manipulation by central banks, cryptocurrency wouldn't be affected because it's currency of the people, not of central banks. Um, so I don't understand why it's now crashing. Um, you've got stable coins that are crashing. You've got Bitcoin that's crashing. You've got Ethereum that's crashing. Everything is down. Now, Bitcoin and Ethereum are down 10 and 20%. You've got other coins that are down 70 and 80%. Um, but it's clear that it's moving with the central banks, meaning the central banks are raising rates and all of a sudden crypto starts coming down. Now, the, the other question is, does crypto coming down indicate more of a broken economy? Uh, meaning that, uh, you know, you had NFTs go to zero, you have cryptocurrency crashing, you have a housing market that's softening, um, you've got inflation that is quote unquote out of control, but probably leveling off. Um, are we in the recession that kind of was predicted for next year? Could be. Um, but 
again, kind of, you know, goes back to, do you want to be in this market? Well, if you're losing sleep on some of your investments, so far, I'm not losing sleep. I'm stressed, but I'm not losing sleep. I'm still in it. Uh, I'm not getting out because my belief is that fundamentally, we're still in a decent market. Um, You know, again, April uh, PPI up 11% versus a year ago. Uh, continuing claims down 44,000 for the uh, unemployment. So again, the employment market is strong. All you need is some type of good news. Again, if, if you've got the war in China, war in uh, Yugoslavia, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, Ukraine, why do I say Yugoslavia? War in Ukraine, shutdown in China, and interest rates here. Um, and overall economy, kind of quote unquote here. Are we slowing down? Well, if, if all one of those three things starts to turn around, I see, I think you see this market come back. And I think the easily the, uh, the, the, the S&P goes above 4,000. 4, now, that's not a huge move, but it's a big enough move to not necessarily get out of the market. <clears throat> I'm not using this money right now to pay my rent, to fund my lifestyle. Um, if I lose this, it's future years that are affected, not today. Um, and I have enough time to bounce back. That's the other thing is I, I look at the demographics of this podcast and I see most of you people are younger. You should be semi more risky. When you get to my age at 52, you have to be a little bit more um, relaxed and a little bit less risky. Uh, like I shouldn't be in these ARC funds, honestly, the way that they've gone down. I, I was looking at where I got out. And I mentioned it on the podcast. I got out of ARC, ARC funds. Um, I was up a good you know, uh, I want to say 50% from here where I got out of the ARC funds in my retirement accounts, but I still hold a significant position. Well, I held a significant position today. It's not a big position, um, in the ARC funds. Uh, it's probably about, what do you want to say? Um, yeah, probably about $80,000 today. That was probably worth, uh, I want to say about 300000 at its peak. So, um, but either way. Um, so where are we uh, and what do you want to invest in today? Well, honestly, I don't know that I, I, I looked at the earnings. There's nothing that I would say, hey, we're, you know, there's going to be ones that move. Um, but there's nothing that I say, hey, this is one that you absolutely want to be in. Um, you're looking at, I'm looking at some of these shippers that, that we always trade, uh, DAC, Zim, um, EGLE, uh, and SBLK, um, and GOGL. Um, I don't see any of these that, that, you know, typing them in today, uh, SBLK is down uh, at 27, uh, even Cleveland cliffs. I think that one goes below 20. It's at 21, uh, 21, 16, uh, 2105 is the ask with the bid. So I think this one goes below 20 again, and I think you can ride it. Um, you've got Devon energy, which is trading, um, 64. Remember I said anything under 60, um, buy it, anything over 60, you should sell it. I still hold it. Um, Occidental Petroleum, uh, this kind of goes on the 60 bounce too. 
It closed at $60.10. It's trading at $59.45. You know, there's no catalysts in these other than oil prices. So I don't know that you necessarily hold on to these. Um, But I I am still holding on to them. Just so you know, I I kind of hold them. Occidental, I might take a loss on it and and kind of get out. Um, But again, I'm not necessarily, it's not a huge loss. I think it's a couple hundred bucks. Um, one of the other ones that, that I've liked over the years is Uber, but their costs are just too high. Um, they're trading down at 2224. Um, that's going to be a 52 week low. Um, Ford, you know, again, that one's at 12. I said, Hey, I'm not pumping this one anymore. I don't think anybody can pump this one. I saw a video on the Ford lightning last night. Great, great looking truck. Um, Nvidia, uh, I said anything under one one seventy, I believe, uh, or no, I'm sorry, one sixty. I said get in on it. Um, you know, it's at one sixty two right now. Still not done going down. Um, you know, it, it, essentially in this market, uh, you have to invest in things with hard assets. Uh, I believe my big belief is that oil continues the trend of more demand than supply. Once China opens, that demand is going to increase exponentially. That means we just don't have enough supply. Saudis even said it. They don't have enough supply to supply uh, you know, the, the world with oil ongoing. Um, so I, I think you invest in that. Um, I think you invest in uh, Kellogg's is another one, um, which is a, you know, a, again, they have some pricing power within their um, food products. Uh, this is one, you'd still be a buy in this one at 70, 70 26 from May 6th after their earnings. Um, it's still a buy on the, uh, uh, on the algorithm, but the MACD is probably crossing down. The RSI is at 61. So as the market goes down, this one gets taken down too. Um, Procter & Gamble. Uh, let's look at Procter. And gamble PG. Um, this one is a sell on the market. Um, May third, it was a sell. Um, you're not getting a a, a a buy up on this one, but it's a food company. Um, you know, food companies. Um, Cisco S Y S O. Uh, S Y. Uh, there it is. S Y Y. Cisco company. This is a, a restaurant supplier. Uh, ironically, uh, the candle yesterday, yesterday morning's candle, buy at 86, um, it's at 84. But you're going to see the market take this one down too. You had um, huge, and the reason you have a buy on this one is you had huge um, uh, volume after their earnings, which was on, uh, looks like Tuesday, uh, after the bell. They had good earnings. Well, don't buy it right now. Uh, because the MACD is about to turn down. I think you're seeing a downturn in this one. Again, we need to wait to see uh, when this market comes back. Right now, there's just nothing that I can tell you, hey, I've got conviction that this one's going up. Um, Simon Property Group, uh, great example. Um, if I've, if, you know, I didn't buy into this one. I said to buy it. It had a sell on yesterday's candle. At, you know, it's trading at 112. Um, they, they, Announced earnings, they announced a dividend. This one is at the R size at 31, but the MACD is crossing down. Uh, if you haven't gotten out of this one, 
you're still enjoying a huge dividend to sit there and wait. Again, if you've got the time, wait, this is a $130 stock. Um, let's look at Finviz on this one because I think I've looked at Finviz on this one. Their forward PE is 19. That's right in line with the, uh, with the S&P. Again, if you've got Apple, which forward PE is 26, the market wants to take that down to 17. Uh, if you've got Simon Property and the, the forward PE is 19, the market kind of wants to keep it there. So I, in my mind on this one, you don't have a significant move down unless you've got some type of catalyst. You know, um, you know inflation is out of control, uh, continues for the next six months. Do we go down to 60 on this one? It's possible. You know, people can't shop. Simon Property Group's a, a real estate. Um, commercial real estate stores will close. Um, that's just kind of the way that it is. So, um, I, I wish I had better news for you. Um, again, I, I think natural gas is, uh, is your play. Um, I think UCO continues to, to see that one go up. Um, uh, you know, Peloton is a good one. (laughs) Let's look at Peloton. Because some of these are bouncing back, um, and you can absolutely 100% trade them, but you're taking a chance. Again, you know, Peloton's at 12.15. Um, this was at, uh, went below uh, $9 on their earnings announcement. Uh, it popped up to 13. Rivian this morning. Um, they uh, announced their earnings, and it was smaller than, than expected. Uh, the stock popped. It closed yesterday at $20.60, went all the way up to 23 last night. Uh, well, it's coming back down. It's down below where it closed. You're going to see a down day on this one. So it didn't hold. Disney didn't hold. Um, Leon Cooperman was on CNBC. He believes that there will be, the, the signal for a low will be when a company has earnings, announces earnings, um, it's a mediocre to down earnings, and the stock goes up. Well, that was kind of Rivian. That was Disney. Um, the third part of his, his thesis to see the bottom is it opens up higher the next day. Well, Disney went up. Rivian went up. There were several different stocks last night that went up that tried to create a rally. The problem is, Today, they will open down. So, I don't think we've seen the bottom. I think you're looking at 3,500. Um, if we look at the SPY, um, let's look at SPY real quick to see where we're at in relative historical perspective. Um, SPY, you'd be out of, by the way, in the algorithm, and, and it's completely oversold and it's not looking like it's coming back. But SPY, you are back to levels of. March 2021. Uh, to get back to pre-pandemic levels, um, it would be the spy would be at $339. So you've still got 20% down from here. And, and is it possible? Eh, could be. Um, you know, there, there's trend lines here. When I when I do automatic trend lines in 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 TrendSpider, which it does draw for you, um, we're right in this channel where the bottom would be around 3,000, the support level. Um, just so you know, the 200-day the is at 
uh, $347. So that $3,500 would mean it would use the 200-day of support. And, and that's, uh, that I do believe. When we look at Fibonacci, you're looking at a level of 370 as the next support line. Um, below that, it would be 363. So you still have some moves down uh, on this one um, before you actually get to support level. But it's a completely oversold market. The SPY is at 31 on a, a weekly basis. Um, that MACD is not coming back uh, anytime soon. But you don't have a death cross. Um, you know, the only time in the last, um, since 2000, you know, 2018 in December, it touched the 200 day. Uh, in uh, March 2020, it broke the 200 day. But going all the way back, um, all the way back to 2016, you touched the 200 day. Um, you just don't have the S&P kind of, you know, back in 2010, it, from 2008 to 2010, it took, um, let's go back to a monthly on this one, but uh, 2008, it crossed the 200 day. Um, and then it took until October 2009 to cross above the 200 day. You could be looking at something like that. And again, on the monthly, the 200 day goes down to 206 on the, uh, on the, uh, on the spy monthly. So my point is you do have a significant downside, um, from that, uh, we would be in not only a recession, it would be a depression. Um, and, and part of that is because again, the world economies drove so much liquidity, um, uh, in in the the COVID that we pulled everything forward and we've just got to cool things down, um, you know the, the fifty day here uh, on a monthly would would cover at thirty three hundred and forty six. So again, that thirty five hundred. Uh, my level is thirty five hundred as far as support level. Do we go down there? We're trading at three ninety two right now. Um, Spy is at three ninety three thousand. 392 is what SPY selling at. So, again, wish I had better news. But um, I would, you know, LPG, by the way. Let's look at LPG. This is Chenier. Uh, no, I'm sorry. LPG is the one with the um, $2.50 stock. It's a dividend. I'm sorry. Um, LPG is Dorian Limited. And this one announced a special um, dividend that looks like May 13th is the ex-dividend date and their earnings are coming up. This is one that probably will have good earnings. Um, this one yesterday traded between $17.84 and $18.50. Um, I'm not putting money into this one. Um, not in this market. <laughs> I'd be crazy to do that. Especially with the MACD up so high and the, the, the RSI. Is it 70? Um, but it's kind of trending downward. And you've got this, you know, big gap here when they announced the $2.50 dividend, which is 15.46. But Chenier, let's look at Chenier. Um, LNG. That's what I was thinking. Chenier LNG. Uh, you're at 132. 
Um, the RSI is at 41. This is liquid natural gas, so you know. They're the largest uh, U.S. Na liquid natural gas. Uh, prices will be going up. Um, you've got a, a huge, huge, again, um, if you just bought and held this one for 1,000 candles, 219%. My algorithm doesn't work on this because it's been a straight shot up, but you would have made 12% in the algorithm. And that's because the MACD uh, in the middle of these 1,000 candles just kind of floundered and you wound up losing 3, 4, 5, 6% um, in some little trades. There were 30 positions, so you know. And part of it was uh, the average win was 7%. The average loss was 3%. So you were making more than you actually lost. But there were 30 positions. And the max drawdown was uh, 30% uh, in the 1,000 candles. And, and part of that 30% is of recent um, because you've had some, some major kind of, the, the MACD has been floundering and blah, blah, blah. But I think uh, uh, LNG, you're using the 200-day as a support level. At 124, I think if you got the 124, again, there's no catalyst coming up. They announced their ex-dividend date is gone. They announced their earnings. So there's no catalyst here other than the price of natural gas. And for that, you can use BOIL, B-O-I-L, um, B -O -I -L, uh, is the liquid natural, that's the um, future of natural gas. Uh, that closed at 93. It's uh, opening up at 88. Um, 52 week highs at 125. And that was just six days ago. So you probably have 20% in here because natural gas isn't going down. But my thought. So um, I will leave you with that. I think I gave you enough. I, again, I personally, I wouldn't even trade a damn thing in this market. I think if you see st oil start to go and you know how to do day trades uh, using confirmation on some um, SMA lines. I think that's that's your best bet to try and do it. Um, I, I think you VIXI, uh, the VIX is broken. With as far as we're going down and, and the daily, that this thing should be at 40. So you VIXI should be way, way up. Um, the VIX is up 5% in pre-market. Um, my guess is that you probably don't want to trade that one with as low as we go just be in case buyers show up. If buyers start showing up, you don't want to be in UVIXI. You want to be in SVIXI. So, um, I, I, my personal opinion, sit this one out, know the days when you just need to sit it out. I think today go for a hike, it's nice weather here in Atlanta, um, find a friend, have some lunch or do your regular job. If you have a regular job, um, by the way, just so you know, short position in boil is 16%. So it's, it's, it's probably even risky to do that one. Um, yeah. Huge, huge issues with the market. So I'll be back on tomorrow. Hopefully I have better news. Uh, looks like the, the futures are down. Um, there's just nothing that, that I can tell you that would be good. Again, Apple is down 2%. I look at my entire portfolio. I am red. Um, ArcW is down 4%. DraftKings down another 2%. Ethereum down 9%. Um, GBTC down 5%. J&J &J just went slightly positive. Um, but that one's been beaten down. Uh, Microsoft down 1%. Occidental Petroleum down 2%. PanW down 2%. Palantir down another 2%. Um, PayPal down 2%. Clean Energy, QCLN, I brought that up, down another 2%. Snowflake down 2%. Um, Teradyne down 2%. Tesla down 4%. That's at 700. Again, I don't know where we stop. 
Tesla's forward PE is crazy, and, and we've known that. They're sold out. They're, they have pricing power. This company's going to deliver the same thing. Um, their forward PE is 46 now. That's not crazy. Their PE is 99. But the forward PE for them is not crazy. So, um, you know, it's 700. Do I pick up more? Perhaps. But I'm not putting more money into this market. I've already got a ton of Tesla. Um, so, and, and by the way, I bought Tesla August 2020. I am still up 130% on that buy. So it's one of the ones that, um, you know, post-pandemic is still holding up. It, it's probably got a significant move downward as well. Um, you know, Shopify, just so you know, let's take a look at Shopify. And I know I said it was getting off and I do this all the time. I find ones that, that just kind of, you know, twerk me. Um, but if we look at a weekly of Shopify and we go back, to pre-pandemic, February 10th, uh, this was a $489 stock. Shopify in, in pre-pandemic was $489. They've quadrupled their user base. They, their, their market has grown just substantially. And you're at 318 they're thinking that this, you know, again, the market doesn't give them any credit. This, this RSI is at 25. Let's look at Shopify's forward PE. Um, their forward PE is 71. So, in my mind, again, um, it's, it's crazy what the market's doing. But be patient. You'll have your shot. We'll have big one, big, big earnings coming in. Um, yeah. Hopefully we get a turnaround soon. But again, I wouldn't be putting a, a ton of money. If you want to gamble this one, I'd, get, I'd gamble it. Um, I'd probably play liquid natural gas, play oil, play energy. Uh, I just think anything that has to do with the, the consumer, um, you're, you're going to feel some tightening of strings here. Inflation uh, numbers uh, just indicate that it's kind of hanging around. And again, remember, inflation numbers, when you looked at the inflation numbers, the, the key indicator was that wages went up. Um, and so that, that means this cost isn't going to be backed out anytime soon. Wages aren't something that, you know, like oil prices that they can manipulate down. Wages are wages. So. Take care. Have fun. Enjoy your day.